I want to welcome everybody to the Perkyavos podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me at rabbishlomokon at gmail.com. For this week's Mishnah, we begin with Perek Dalid Mishnah Chaf Aleph. Rabbi Yaakov Omer. Rabbi Yaakov says, Ha'olam hazeh doma leprusdor. This world is similar to a, a hallway. Bifneya o'elam Before the next world. Haskin atzmecha beprusdor. Prepare yourself in this hallway or corridor. So that you may enter the banquet hall. The Mishnah is giving us an example of how this world or how we should look at this world. The Mishnah is giving us a, a, a scenario, is painting a picture of what this world really is. You know, there are many examples in the Gemara that are brought down to teach us how we should look at this world. One of them is somebody who prepares on Erev Shabbos will have food for Shabbos. Since we cannot cook on Shabbos, you have to have food from before Shabbos. So that's similar to this Mishnah as well. We have a lot of these different parables or analogies is a better word for our situation in this world. So let's focus on the analogy of our Mishnah. This world is like a hallway before the next world. Now, let's think for a second. We have hallways in our houses. What's the purpose of a hallway? Do we make our parties in the hallway? Do we get together with our family in the hallway? Or it's more of a passageway to get to the dining room, to get to the living room, to get to the place where the action is at. What's the purpose of this corridor or hallway? So no one will, you know, if someone would tell you, oh, come into my house, the party's right here in the hallway. Sit down, make yourself comfortable. Everyone gather around. You think the person is a little bit interesting. Why are you making a gathering in your hallway? The hallway is not meant to, to be the point where you're having the whole gathering. It's not the, it's not the end where you're supposed to go to. You're supposed to keep going, keep going past, keep going down the hallway, into the living room, into the dining room, into the kitchen, to go upstairs, to go to the backyard. It's to get you somewhere else. It's to get you to the place you really want to be. And that's the comparison in the Mishnah. This world is similar to a hallway, a vestibule, a preparation room. It's compared to a hallway because a hallway is taking you from one place. It's leading you. It's helping you get ready to go into the main room, right? That's why there's a mirror in the hallway. Before you go in, you make sure you're, you know, you're looking nice. Your hair is good. Your beard is good. Your tie is straight. You look, you make sure you're checking yourself. Am I prepared to go into the main room? And the same thing could be said for a vestibule. If you, if a person has a meeting to go to a CEO or king, let's say he's going to a king. So they, they don't take you straight into the king. You have to wait in the waiting room. And when you're in the waiting room, you make sure you're prepared. And then after that, you get you go into the main room. That's this world. This world is a place where we have to prepare ourselves to go into the next world. Where do we want to go? It's Olam Haba. We're here to work to perfect ourselves to be better. And how do we do that? We learn Torah. We do the mitzvos, treat people nicely. We prepare ourselves. We make ourselves better. So therefore, that's the way we're able to get into the next world. We're preparing ourselves to get to go into the next world after 120, God willing. We should be ready to go and we should be prepared to go there because that's the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate goal. I know it sounds interesting. You know, sometimes we think about it we think about this world as very permanent and real. If you bang on the table, it's, it feels real. But the question is, is that really real? This table, if I just banged on, 
How long is that table going to last for? How long is it going to last for? I don't know. I'll have it for 10 years, 15 years. In our lives, how long do we live for? We live for, you know, thank God in our generation, people are living longer and longer. It's a blessing of our generation, people living healthy and longer. It's very amazing. So we, we pray to God that we should live to, you know, we should live long and healthy lives. Everyone say, Amen. But how long is that already? A hundred years, 120 years. How long is that in the span of, uh, of humanity? It's not so long, right? And God is infinite. So when we think about this world, it's not so long how long the time we're here. So it's not really real. But if you think about the next world, the next world is forever. Sometimes it can be overwhelming to think about it. We can't think more than a, you know, whatever we think about always has an end to it. This world is really just the temporary world. And the next world is really the real world. We think of this world as real, but really it's not. This is the temporary world. And the next world is the real world. It's the place where we want to get to. And it's dependent on us with our time, that with the time that we have now in this world, we have to utilize to the best of our abilities to be the best we can be and to take advantage of all the, of the opportunities that are around us, such as doing good things and doing learning Torah and doing mitzvahs to perfect ourselves and to be better people. And that's the comparison of the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, this world is like the hallway. If the hallway, the hallway is not the main place you want to go to, it's the living room. It's the dining room. That's where everyone's at. That's where the party's at. And the same thing could be said for the vestibule. You don't want to stay in that waiting room of that office building before you. You want to get to the room where the CEO is. You want to get to the room where the king is. That's the point. And that's this idea in the Mishnah. And the same token, you know, we're discussing about a hallway and that this world is like the hallway. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with having a clean hallway and having a, an admiring the, the portraits on the wall of the hallway. We just have to keep it in mind that what's the purpose? We can't lose focus of where we are. So what I'm trying to say is that even though this world is temporary and we're going to see in the next Mishnah, God willing, how there's a certain specialness about this world that we cannot get in even in the next world, there's a certain specialness of being here. And I'll explain. At the same time, when we are going through this world, doesn't mean that we have to like, live with um, just bread and water. I mean, there is concepts like that, but the point is that you could admire that picture on the wall in the hallway. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just that when we sort of, when we camp out in the hallway and start saying, this is where I want to be, that's a problem. So if, if a person, you know, there's nothing wrong with uh, having a nice clean clothing and having a hallway that's nice and, and being normal about it, living, you know, there's certain societal norms that we want to be, keep our standards to. It becomes a problem when we start focusing on the pleasures of this world and we forget the purpose of this world. Meaning if we use these pleasures and what this world has to offer to help elevate us and to help get us to the, to the main room, so then that's good. That's fine. But if we forget the whole point of what is the hallway for, so then we lose focus and it's not necessarily a good thing. So again, the world is like a hallway. It's to get us the next world. This world is a temporary world. The next world is the real world. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with keeping the hallway clean. And there's nothing wrong with admiring the, the pictures on the side of the wall. Meaning if we have the ability to elevate this world and even the physical things that are around us, our clothing, food, even going on a vacation. 
we have the ability to elevate ourselves through what this world has to offer. And actually, when you do that, I've said this many times, but I, it's, it's always important to say ideas again. So that one of the things which makes Judaism unique is the coexistence of physicality and spirituality. In Judaism, we believe that we have the ability to uplift the physical. That if we take the physical and use it for the spiritual, we use it to become better people, to rejuvenate ourselves. For example, if we eat a steak supper and we have in mind it's to, to make us healthy so we should be able to serve God, it becomes to a mitzvah. If we go on vacation because we need a, a break and we want to rejuvenate ourselves, pun intended, um, then it becomes a mitzvah as well. And this is something we should keep in mind. So there's two points of that mission I wanted to stress. I don't want one to get lost without the other because both ideas are important. So it's keeping focus of the temporariness of this world. And at the same time, it's because we're keeping focus, we can utilize what this world has to offer to make it a more pleasant experience as we travel through the hallway, as we travel through the world. Fine. So with that, I want to continue the Mishnah. The Mishnah continues, The second part of the Mishnah says, A person should prepare yourself in the corridor so that you may enter into the banquet hall. Right? We, we keep going to this example. It's hallway and main room and vestibule to the banquet hall. I want to paint a scenario here. If any one of us had a meeting with the president or a senator or an important dignitary. When would we start thinking about the event? Would we mark it on our calendar way in advance, probably schedule a haircut or some type of uh, hair appointment a few weeks in advance to make sure it's all scheduled properly? We would probably think about what we want to speak to that person, maybe even practicing it how we prepare ourselves, what we want to say, what we want to do, what we don't want to do. We would have it maybe even almost scripted. That's one scenario. Or would we, if we would have this meeting with this senator, dignitary, president, you could fill in the blank. We would just show up to the meeting. And then at the meeting, I would just quickly, you know, in the mirror over there in, in, the, in the waiting room, I would fix my tie and make sure it's good. Then I would start looking at my beard. You know, maybe I would, um, you know, see if it's a straight. I'll make sure my hair is combed. Would I start doing that then? A few minutes before the meeting? Of course not. No same person would do that because they realize the importance of what they're about to do. So whenever we realize that we're about to do something very important, we prepare beforehand. So the Mishnah is telling us an important idea. Don't be that guy who shows up at the waiting room and starts brushing his hair and making sure his beard is good and making sure there's no stain on his shirt. Don't be that guy. Prepare beforehand. Prepare weeks in advance for the meeting. Start looking around, making sure you have a clean shirt and making sure you have a, your hair is perfectly cut and your beard is nice and trimmed and you have what to say and you know what not to do. That's who we should be like. That's what the mission is telling us. And we could take this over for our lives to the example we said before about this world and the next world. We just said before that the next world is, that's the real world and that's where we want to get to. At the same time, this, this the opportunity we have here is very special. 
we shouldn't start thinking when we're getting to the waiting room that we need to get ourselves together. When we live our lives day in and day out, we should constantly have in our minds what we need to do to make ourselves elevated and to become closer to Hashem, to become closer to God. It shouldn't be something we think about the last moments. Again, I don't want to take away at any good deed that a person does in their lifetime, even if it's a moment before a person passes, they will get credit for that. Tremendous. And we'll see in the, the next Mishnah the, how great even one mitzvah a person does. So what a great reward that awaits him. But Perkiavos is about giving people practical advice how to live their lives. And it's always the grind, the day in and day out. And the Mishnah is telling us, once we know that we have the correct mindset of what this world is and where we need to go and what we need to do, so now live like that. Live your life, live your life with those ideals. Don't wait until the last minute and be like that guy who's showing up to the appointment with a few minutes beforehand is fixing his tie. Don't be that person. Think about it beforehand. We, we all, thank God, we're all here right now, so that means we're thinking about these things. But we, when we live our life day in and day out, you know, every person at his own pace, but we should think about how we could be better. It should be something which could be on our mind constantly. Where can I improve myself? What can I do a little better? Who can I treat a little nicer? These are questions we need to ask ourselves and we should ask ourselves and we shouldn't ask it, God forbid, too late. So that's this idea in the Mishnah. So you have two important ideas here. Number one is we're getting clear about what this world is. And number two is how we should prepare ourselves. Think about it. We have to think about it now, meaning think about it beforehand. And the example that I want to use is that example which I spoke about, about the two different people who are preparing for the dignitary. Let's be like the guy who plans early. And we think about it. We come to the meeting. We are, are, everything's already done. We're, you know, we're more calm. We're more confident. So let's be like that person and live our lives day in, day out. And that's by thinking about what we're doing or what we're not doing and little things, how we could apply it to our lives to be better. The expression is Rome wasn't built in a day. And that's why God gives us, God willing, 120 years. You know, it's not so much time, but it is time to work on things, to become better. And it's not something which happens overnight. But if we could find a small way that we could apply something to ourselves, even if it's for a short amount of time, we take a commitment upon ourselves to do something better for a week, for two weeks, and we can reassess then. That is a major accomplishment, and we should keep that in mind. The Chavetz Chaim, Rabbi Yisrael Mayor Kagan, lived in Radin, Poland, and he passed away, I think, in 1933. And he was the leader of the generation. He lived very bare. He had a small one-room house with very, very basic furniture. And people would come to visit him for his advice, for his blessing. And there once was a very wealthy man who came from a far distance to visit the Chavetz Chaim, to visit Rabbi Yisrael Mayor Kagan. When he stepped into the house, he noticed how bare the house was. It's one room, a few chairs, a rickety table. He thought, how could it be befitting that a great man like this should live with such 
basicness and just not have, you should just have such rickety chairs and a table. It's not befitting him. So he said to the Chavetz Chaim, Rabbi Kagan, I want to buy you a new, brand new set of chairs, a brand new table. So the Chavetz Chaim says he refused. And the Chavetz Chaim asked him, did you bring all your furniture here? So the wealthy man was a bit taken aback. Did I bring my furniture with me? I travel from a far place. What does the Chavetz Chaim want from me? And the Chavetz Chaim, and he, and he answered to the Chavetz Chaim. He said, well, of course not. I'm traveling. I wouldn't bring all my furniture with me to the hotel. I'm just a traveler. So the Chavetz Chaim replied to him, I'm a traveler as well. I'm not bringing all my belongings with me. The lesson is that the Chavetz Chaim looked at this world as a temporary dwelling. He didn't look at it that just like this, just, you know, just like we understand why this wealthy man didn't bring his fancy furniture with him because nobody brings their fancy furniture when they go traveling. So the, Chav- the Chavetz Chaim, he looked at this world that it's a temporary place. And on his level, he felt that all he needed was these very basic chairs. But it's the lesson here that's very important. It's the mindset. Again, I'm not saying that you have to just take upon yourself abstinence and, and live in, in poverty. It's not what I'm saying. The point is, is that the mindset we have, how do we look at this world? Because if we have the correct mindset, it helps in how we utilize this world. And we could take advantage of what this world has to offer, just how we look at it and how we use it. Do we use it to elevate or we just use it as a ends to a means or it's a means to an end? Because this world is not the end. The next world is. Thank everyone for joining the Perkyevos podcast. If you have any qu- comments or questions, please feel free to email me at rabbi at gmail.com. Everyone have a great day.